I was like, can you believe this is our job? This is real life. We get to go to these beautiful places and photograph people in love. Welcome to the Self Starter Podcast, a place where stories are shared from women, just like you, who left the colorless corporate world with an idea and a passion and ran with it to create the vibrant life they always wanted to live. My name is Megan Tobler, and every week I'll be bringing real women to you to share their entrepreneurial journey in hopes of inspiring you to take the very first step of your own. Sometimes the hardest part is just to start. So come on, start today for you, start today for her, and become a self-starter. Let's go. Some say the grass isn't always greener, but for today's guest, it really was. Emily Weinberg is an ex-ICU nurse turned self-taught and thriving wedding photographer. She shares how she found an interest in photography with a point-and-click camera, how she balanced nursing and wedding photography, and how she eventually took her business full-time so she could be present for her daughter. If you've ever wondered how to transition your passion from part-time to full-time, then this episode is for you. Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I am so pumped to be here. I am honored that I am on this podcast with you. Well, I'm absolutely pumped to have you. And at the risk of being completely corny, I have to say, I saw on your website that you start all of your photography sessions with a hug and you also end them with a hug. So I'm just going to send you the biggest virtual hug right now uh, to kick (laughs) things off in the spirit of what you do. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I'm sending you a huge one back. (laughs) Now today you call yourself a professional hype girl. You also call yourself an editorial artist, but the main title today is a photographer, but you haven't always been a photographer. So I'd like to just take it a step back and really understand what you used to do before photography. Yes. Oh my goodness. So prior to photography, I was a full-time ICU nurse in a cardiac ICU. So I started in 2019, right before COVID (laughs) and it was crazy. So I'm assuming life, especially going into 2020, you probably just saw a ton of things that maybe caused you to really rethink if that was the path you were meant to go down. Yeah. So I had always wanted to be a nurse, like my entire life. I remember when I was little, I like used to take care of little baby dolls and I loved the thought of being a nurse. And even through nursing school, I loved it. And I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm never going to not be a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I chose to go work for the ICU, which was a great decision. I learned so much, but I got burnt out very quickly. I got thrown into a lot of scary situations as a new grad that had been a nurse for what, six months. So it was, it was scary for sure. And it led me to where I am now and I'm very thankful for it. (laughs) Thank you, obviously for everything that you've done. I know that was a a difficult time, especially for people in your previous profession. So I can't even imagine what you went through, but obviously that led you to what you're doing today. And now you're a photographer. So just walk me through how that journey unfolded. Were you always into photography or where did this come about? Oh my gosh. So it's so funny because it's all kind of connected together. When I was in nursing school, I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to make a little bit of money just doing, you know, some graduation sessions. I didn't have like a full-time job. I had like a little part-time job, but I wanted a little bit of extra cash to like go out and do that kind of thing. So I started out with a super basic camera on auto and I took pictures for people and they paid me, which blew my mind because I was like, oh my gosh, I can get paid for this. So I did that all through college. 
And it wasn't until I became a nurse that I started venturing into the wedding photography world. And that was, that was really fun. Like I loved being able to like celebrate people. I had a friend reach out to me and she was like, Hey, like, do you want to second shoot a wedding for me? And I was like, sure, let's do it. So I did that and it just kind of took off from there. And because I was a nurse, I was able to work three nights a week. And then I was able to have time to, you know, build my business, which was amazing. And that's another reason why I'm always going to be so thankful for nursing, because prior to that, I wouldn't be where I am today. First of all, it sounds like you didn't sleep for a little bit of of the time in there. But you said something really interesting, like you started this in college, which is to point and click and shoot cameras. So it's so crazy, but it it also shows how simple just getting started can be. You just decided to take some action and you found that you were pretty good at this and you could actually get paid for doing that. So did you have any prior training or anything on like when you were using those types of cameras? No. So it's so crazy because everything I learned was through Google. I Googled like settings, like how do you learn manual? Because you want to give the best quality pictures as you start to get better. So I was like, I need to learn that way I can charge more. And I also reached out to a few fellow photographers in the area and they were so gracious and they taught me so much and I didn't take any classes in college. So I didn't learn anything as far as photography goes. So I'm really curious to understand how you marketed yourself at the very beginning. And then obviously we can walk through how that transitioned into marketing yourself today when you are more experienced and you have a different quality of camera at this point. So I would say word of mouth is your best friend. Um, I didn't really pay for ads or anything like that. I had a lot of friends in college that were graduating or they were in sororities and they had friends that were graduating. So it was like, hey, I know a photographer, you can use her kind of thing, which has always been kind of my marketing strategy. Um, I always get most of my business from word of mouth, which is a blessing, which me it pretty much just means that people love me. They love what I do and they want to share it with their friends and family, which is a huge honor. Absolutely. I think word of mouth is the most organic way that you can mm-hmm. grow. And it is a testament to your authenticity. And I think right now people are craving authenticity. They yes. want people that are genuine and that make them feel special. And I mean, just the fact that I was able to find on your website that you start everything with a hug. That just alone tells me how warm and fuzzy you are as a person and how comfortable you can make someone feel in a potentially uncomfortable position for some people. Not everyone enjoys the act of being photographed. It it is a little bit more vulnerable sometimes to some. So it sounds like you have a gift for making people feel very comfortable as well. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's such a pleasure being able to do that for people. And I know that it is probably not the most comfortable thing for me to be like, okay, now snuggle. Oh, okay. Now do this, do that. But that's my secret sauce is making people comfortable with me. And that really makes the experience with me. I try to show up not as a vendor, but as a friend. And because of that, I get the most raw, organic, authentic images that people crave so much. 
And that's what really sets me apart, I think. It definitely shows in, in the work that I was able to see on your website. And you had mentioned that you were able to transition into the wedding photography space through the individual that asked you to be the second for mm -hmm. a specific wedding. So how did you go from being like second camera to then starting to run your own weddings at that point? Oh man. So I, I started second shooting a lot for probably a year before I decided it was time for me to book my own weddings. I had people reaching out to me and it just kind of intimidated me because second shooting is very easy. You go, you help the main photographer. You don't have to go through all of the images, edit them and then deliver them. So for the longest time I was avoiding it because I also had another job. So I was afraid to take on all of that. But once I transitioned into taking weddings, I found my groove and it was like second nature. Honestly, I was like, okay, I've got this. And from there I was able to go part-time nursing. So after about a year of second shooting, I did about a year of shooting weddings as a full-time nurse. And then after that, I started being more like a full-time photographer and a part-time nurse because I was working a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, let's definitely talk about the time investment that it took when you're doing everything full-time. Like you basically had two full-time jobs from what it sounds like. Oh yeah. I was grinding for sure. I would work nights. I would come home after my third night. I would sleep from 8 a.m. until about 12 p.m. So not very long. I would get up and I would edit pictures, answer emails, send invoices, deliver galleries. And then the next day I would schedule sessions and it was a lot of work. And looking back, I don't know if I could do that right now. <laughs> so I'm very thankful that I did that then because it really led me to where I am now. Well, especially because now you add that you're a mom into the mix, that just adds a whole nother level. That's another full-time yeah. job in itself. It really is. Um, it has been a huge adjustment uh, having my daughter and also working at home. So, I mean, I'm very thankful that she doesn't have to go to daycare or anything, but it's definitely a lot more work on my end. I can imagine that time management is probably the most important skill that you've had to really learn and, and adapt to because like when she sleeps, I'm sure that's when you're able to get a lot of the important tasks done. Yes. And that's another thing I learned from nursing and especially in the ICU, the time management is something that I've always been really good at because that's something you're drilled into when you're a nurse. They're like, okay, make sure you cluster your care and that kind of thing. And because of that, it has helped me cluster all of my work. That way, whenever my daughter is napping, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bust out like two hours of work, which for a normal person, that would be like four hours. Cause I'm like, I have two computers. It allows me to just yeah. get it all done and not have to worry about it later. And it's also interesting too, because I think from an outsider, obviously photography looks like it's all glamorous. Like you're in these wonderful situations in these beautiful settings, we're able to capture the love story, but there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes that the rest of us aren't privy to. So you mentioned there's a lot of editing. There's the invoicing aspect and component of everything. What does life look like in these instances past the actual shoot day? It's so crazy because people often think that when you pay for a photographer, you're just paying for them to show up and take your pictures, but that is not true. That is probably about 10% of my actual job. 
what I'll do is I go, I take my pictures, I come home. Um, my gracious husband <laughs> is normally watching our daughter and he knows whenever I come home, I like to immediately go through the pictures, back them up, edit a preview. So he's really great with that. But I spend a lot of time editing. I have to respond to my emails in a timely manner because the photography world is, it, I mean, there's tons of people out there. So if you're not responding, it's on to the next. So I can't wait for, you know, four or five days. Invoicing is super important. You got to make sure that's done. And contracts are another thing that you have to work on. And Honestly, I have to get a lot of that done after hours. So technically I have hours from like nine until four. That was pre-baby. Mm -hmm. Now that I have a baby, it's more like a couple hours during the day. And then later on in the evening after she's gone down to bed. Yeah. But I mean, you have to learn to balance things. And I feel like everything has its perks and being an entrepreneur is definitely a perk because I'm able to stay home with my sweet girl, but I do have to work a little bit harder. I don't just come home and not have to do anything, you know, right. I still have to, you know, take care of her and that kind of thing. You're very intentional with your time from what it sounds like. Yes, yes, yes. I like to be as present with her as possible. So if she's awake, I'm not working. It's a blessing being able to raise my own daughter and not have to send her off somewhere, but she definitely takes up a lot of my time. I, I know you, earlier you were talking about how you were doing the nursing full-time and then you transitioned into part-time and then eventually you were able to leave nursing altogether. So when was that decision when you decided, you know what, I'm going to go all in on photography? That was probably one of the best decisions of my entire life. I had been struggling for a long time in the hospital. It was super, super dark where I was at. I experienced a lot of really sad things and I would come home and I just didn't feel like myself. So my husband and I talked and we were like, okay, well, where do you want to go? And I told him, I was like, I think I can do photography full time. I think I could make this work. It's going to be hard, but I think I can do it. And we decided that in March, after I had my daughter, that I would go full time and see where it went. And I mean, we're nine months in and my business is thriving. I have more clients than I ever have. And I stay pretty busy. Well, congratulations. That's such an empowering moment to be able to be like, I can do this and just do yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, scary. It was very scary. Having a job where you go in and you have your set time. This is when you work. You work from seven to seven. That's it. You don't bring anything home. You also have all of these benefits. You have 401k, you get paid time off, this and that going to something that has none of that. I don't have set hours. I could be working as late or as early as it takes to get the work done. I have to think about taxes now, like a normal paycheck from the hospital, they take out my taxes. Mm -hmm. Now I have to actively take the money and put it in a separate account and pay taxes, which was a huge adjustment for me. I was just like, not ready. I was like, oh my gosh, like I miss, I miss the hospital taking out my taxes. There are definitely perks about having the, the kind of quote unquote, like the normal job, but there's the normal so, job. Yeah. But there's so much more freedom 
in having your own business. Like you would not have been able to be present for those nights with your daughter. She's probably asleep if you're working the night shifts, but from eight to 12 that you would come home and you would sleep, that's probably the prime hours where she's up and getting her day started. So the fact that you're able to do this and financially afford it with your family and be present for your daughter is huge. Oh yeah, for sure. I love not having to send her to daycare. That is uh, probably one of the best things about my job is just being so flexible and being able to work around my husband's schedule, which allows me to book sessions in the afternoons. Um, he doesn't work weekends that frequently. So I'm able to pretty much book whatever weddings I need. So it, it's a blessing for sure. I'm so happy for you. And earlier you were mentioning too, that you have just an abundance of clients right now and that they're all through referrals. So just to paint the picture of like what success looks like for other people out there, like, and how many clients you're juggling, what does a full plate look like for you? I feel like success can look different for everyone. When I first started photography, I had very low prices. So I was constantly busy. I had sessions all the time and I probably, I mean, I didn't make much just because, you know, the taxes, the equipment, the software, like everything that leads up to, you know, making my business run, you have to pay for. And I was pretty much breaking even prior to raising my prices. And um, because I've raised my prices, I'm able to be off every Sunday, pretty much. I, a full-time schedule for me, as far as weddings goes, I like to take no more than about 12 to 14 weddings a year. That gives me time to love on my clients well. I can give them, if they want their engagement session or a bridal session, they have availability from me. And honestly, it allows me to reset and be home. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I'm a better photographer if yeah. I'm not burnt out and constantly working. So a full-time schedule, I'm not as busy as it seems, but I do stay pretty busy. During the weeks, I have at least one session a week. During the fall months, I'm very busy with weddings, but I, I try to take at least a, a month or two off from weddings to just kind of reset from busy season. Yeah, because weddings are extremely demanding. You have to be on for 12 hours potentially. So it's, I mean, luckily you have the preparation of the long hours on your feet from when you were a nurse, but you're dealing with people in both settings too. It's just one's typically in a little bit more of an emergency state and one is more of a celebratory state. So yes. um, hopefully in a more positive direction this time, but it was really interesting. You had mentioned like when you first started, your prices were cheaper. And I think that that's absolutely valid because yeah. you can raise your price when you're more experienced and when the quality of your work increases and that allows you to be able to work less. And I think that is a huge blessing that you have been able to create for yourself because you have the experience, you have the demand. Obviously people are coming to you and you're not having to go find the clients because you've created this name for yourself that in a very positive light. You know, whenever I started thinking about raising my prices, I got super nervous about it, but people see your work and they realize, Hey, you're worth it. And at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. That's very true. I know um, sometimes people are chasing just the, the cheapest option, but that's not always the best way to go. Exactly. I can speak from experience on that one for sure. <laughs> so I've learned my lesson a time or two, and now it's you go for quality at this point. 
you know, sometimes you pay a little more, but at the end of the day, you'll be a little bit happy. Actually, you'll be way happier with the outcome. Yes. Way, way happier. A hundred percent on that one. And um, a, a couple of times you alluded to your husband here. And I think that this is a very sweet story just because from what I learned, uh, you are middle school sweethearts. Is that right? Yes. Austin is my middle school sweetheart. We started dating when we were 13. I actually always chuckle when I tell people this story because it's almost always a topic whenever I'm photographing somebody because they like to talk about my husband and, you know, it's just love stories are easy to talk about. He and I started dating when we were 13. We were wild little kids back in the day. And then we decided to go to college together. Um, so we both went to the University of South Carolina and where he pursued a doctoral degree in pharmacy and I was in nursing school. We got married in 2018. I was just about to graduate nursing school and he was still in pharmacy school for a couple more years. So we decided to stay in Columbia, South Carolina. I was just hustling as a nurse and he was my little he was my little pharmacy student, but it all paid off because he is the reason that I decided to leave nursing. He was the one that said, we can make this work. And he is my greatest support. He always encourages me to, you know, you can do this. You can do that. Take this on, take that on. You got this. I'll help you. He's always been my voice of reason. Like I said, he is my greatest support. And honestly, if it weren't for him, Emily Weinberg photography wouldn't exist. Wow. He sounds like an amazing man. And I think that the biggest thing there is just how supportive he has been. He recognized that you had a, a desire for more and he supported you and kind of gave you that little nudge and confidence boost that you needed in order to take that leap. And he's also, from what you were saying earlier, been able to kind of balance out being present at home. So that way you can take these jobs when he's not working. So it sounds like you have a really great partnership there that's allowed you to really succeed in your entrepreneurial endeavor. Honestly, he's just, he's always been so encouraging and so sweet and so kind. And every time I tell him, oh, I have a shoot or I have this, or like, he always looks through all my galleries with me. And he's always like, and this is the best I've ever seen you do. This looks so good. And not once has he complained about me having to be away for wedding weekends. Like recently, I just had a wedding in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is about three and a half hours away from home. So I was gone for two days and not once was he like, oh, well, what about me? He was, he took time off work. He made sure that he was present that way he could watch our daughter. And like I said, if it weren't for him, EVP wouldn't be where it is today. Well, we'll have to give him a, a gold medal for that one because he's like the world's best husband. He really is. <laughs> he, he really is. You also said something there about like having to travel. So that's a huge component that we haven't touched on. Like, what is it like when you are working? It's a unique privilege. It is a huge privilege. I remember like this past wedding that I was talking about, I was driving and I was looking at my friend who's my second shooter. And I was like, can you believe this is our job? Because she's also a nurse and um, she's also trying to navigate the waters of being a entrepreneur too. I was like, 
this is real life. Like this is our job. We get to go to these beautiful places and photograph people in love. It's an honor to be able to travel. People will hire me and fly me out or pay the travel and accommodation fee for me to show up and shoot their wedding. I can't believe that. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. That's really cool. And so you have been able to do these really great experiences. Like when you show up for the day of the wedding, like what, what happens? Oh man. So when I show up, the party arrives. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Kidding, but not really. Um, every time I show up, I go find my girl and a lot of times I haven't met them. Sometimes I have, um, I go up to them, give them a huge hug. They're always so excited to see me because we've already talked and we've talked about how great their day is going to be. So, um, I always have a personalized timeline for them. They know what's going to happen the day of they're ready to roll. And when they see me, I always see it in their eyes. They're like, Emily's here. Let's go, baby. But the experience for me is great. Like I said, I like to be a friend first and a vendor second. Almost always, like I've at least talked to my girls, met them in person. They know me. I've sent them a little bride box gift. Like they, they know that I love them. And I think that makes it so much better for them. And I think that makes their entire experience. By the time I'm taking their pictures, it's not awkward. And even if they do feel awkward, like I'm a professional, so I, I, I can make the most awkward people feel comfortable. So um, when I show up, like it is, it's incredible. Like I love just being able to love on my people. I can just feel the like passion that you have for what you do. And like, that is so contagious and we all need more of that. So keep keep doing what you're doing because like the world needs more of this. This is so amazing. You're so sweet. You know, I, I think because I was a nurse, I have that like outsider view that like some people are like the grass isn't always greener, but for me, it, it was, the grass was much, much greener and the skies were way brighter. (laughs) So when I, when I go into work, even if I'm exhausted or somebody says something to me that is a little off-putting like I can also look at it and be like this is my job and what I was doing before this was not this joyous it wasn't this happy I didn't go into work excited and giddy and I it wasn't the same so I think because I have that outlook it makes it so much better for me and you can see that throughout my business like I serve my clients with love And my business means so much to me. And I think it is because it's not the only thing I've known. I've known what it's like to not have that. Now, I I love what you said. The grass is greener and the sun is shining brighter. That is beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Literally, I work nights in an ICU. So it was very dark. Literally. Literally. Yes. Now you have had such amazing accomplishments in a relatively short amount of time. So what does the future of Emily Weinberg photography look like? I'll always take on weddings. They're my heart and soul and they mean so much to me, but I do see me taking on more motherhood things and just like showing the beauty and capturing the rawness of being a mom. That's where I see us going. Well, I'm sure that all the weddings that you photographed before, they'll start having their maternity shoots and it'll be just a very natural progression for you to be able to work into your business. For sure. I've already seen a lot of past clients become mamas and being a mama myself. I just, 
I, I think I still have those pregnancy hormones because when I see them, I sometimes I'll just cry and I'm like, oh my goodness, my baby is having a baby. <laughs> uh, what a special moment. It, it's just really this full circle moment. It really is. My job is very, it's a privilege. It really is. It's yeah. a privilege and it's an honor. People can hire anybody out there, but they choose me. And that is something I don't take lightly. It's something that I don't take for granted. And I'm just, I'm honored and incredibly thankful. This has been such an incredible and inspiring conversation. And I cannot thank you enough for sharing your story. But before we sign off today, I would love just to be able to understand, like if you were to think about yourself a few years ago and and really speak to that girl that has desire for more and wants to like really discover what an entrepreneurial journey could look like for them, what would you tell them? I would tell them that find your people that support you, that love you well. They're going to be what helps drive and push you into being an entrepreneur and just really lean into them. Allow them to support you, allow them to encourage you and allow them to love on you and trust your gut. Just do it and you know, believe that you can and you will, you can succeed. You will succeed. That is a wonderful place to be able to end this because you will succeed. You have done it. They can do it too. So Emily, where can everyone find you to learn more about what you're doing and to potentially work with you if they're wanting a wedding on the East coast? I would be honored. So honored. You could find me at emilyvineberghphoto.com. That is where I accept all inquiries. Or you can find me on Instagram at emilyvineberghphoto. I'll be there hanging out, sharing life, motherhood, babies, weddings. I know we started this episode with a virtual hug. So I have to end it with a virtual hug too. So sending you the biggest hug right now. And thank you so much. Thank you. Gosh, it's really true. Emily's secret sauce is making people feel so comfortable. I feel like I've known her for years, but her secret sauce doesn't stop there. With Emily's background in nursing, she became an expert at time management, which has served her well as she blended full-time entrepreneurship with motherhood. So what does Emily recommend? Cluster your work and be intentional with your time. Only 10% of entrepreneurship is what you actually see. So make sure the remaining 90% is planned out so that your business can thrive, just like Emily's. So let me ask you, self-starter, are you ready for your business to thrive? Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Self-Starter Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on the latest content. Want even more? Be sure to head to selfstarter.com. And remember, start today for you, start today for her, and become a self-starter. See you next time.